Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of trim sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship. All right, all right, all right, all right. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at the beautiful sunrise coming up. You catch us at uh, on all your iTunes and Spotify and... Uh, Come on, SoundCloud, SoundCloud iHeart, iHeart Radio. Radio. You just search The Outdoor Zone. You can find our social media stuff at theoutdoorzone.com, on the Facebooks. On the Facebooks. And, uh, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere. But uh, but today, we're not everywhere. We are still hunkered down. Yep, they wouldn't let us back in, man, in to our the COVID, bunkhouse. COVID bunker. Uh and uh, we at an undisclosed location that we cannot talk about. But let me just say that I'm looking over a pond with <laughs> birds feeding on little little fish and little fish flickering in the water, green, lush grass, trees, the clouds cruising across the sunrise Man, as it comes a, up over Texas. You have a vivid ima- imagination. We're 90 feet below the below the earth's crust <laughs> in a side the bunker oh that's right the, the, the oh silo. we're in the bunker we're in the bunker yeah that's it's yeah. really just an old school bus that's buried <laughs> 17 feet into the ground in waco <laughs> <laughs> i uh, did i did watch that uh, that was my binge series this week was the waco netflix so series. since it was so evenly dispersed which side do you come out on I mean, I don't think it was that evenly dispersed. They I, told both sides of the story, I thought. Well, they told both sides of the story, but they leaned heavily towards the... Uh, towards the don't uh, mess a- with the ATF. Well, <laughs> the FBI, ATF, was put in a darker light than was perceived when it actually happened, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Uh, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, we're talking about the new Netflix series... Uh, that uh, came out Waco, I think it's called. Even even Cody Ryan is binging. There's something wrong. He's well, got a broken toe and can't <laughs> fish. Well, so. I, yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm actually building. Started the build on the Barndo Minium this week. Starting on Monday, I started framing up. So they put up the steel structure, poured concrete, put up a steel structure, and then I'm doing everything else. For what now, is going to be my wife's dream house, a barn dominium. Let me get this right. When you put up yeah. the the framing, that's just for like windows and all that, so they know where to put the outside. Correct? Well, well. So there's a there's a slab, and then there's steel beams that sit on the slab, and then you frame uh, independent of their steel. Because a building that big, I right. mean, uh, the peak of our building is 28 feet tall, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and so You're it's only, made yeah. to move, like sway a little bit, in, right. you know, in the wind because it's going to get some wind cold. and heat and cold. Yeah. But really, the wind is what catches those giant metal barns, and uh, and so it's not completely braced up yet, 
because yes they want me to have all the framing done so they can wrap their metal around my windows and my doors correctly to make sure that it's all done correctly so I I'm framing it myself I'm building everything myself except for the metal your new job my new job right now <laughs> temporary <laughs> temporary gig that I got going I figure I pay myself rather than pay somebody else to do it so Texas yeah and uh so yeah I started framing that on Monday had all the lumber delivered last week not all of their bracing is in in their building obviously because they're going to kind of brace around mm -hmm. the 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 ha what i'm doing and i'm right. building a wooden frame just like a regular house two inside, by fours everything right yeah inside Run of their steel beams so that that the wooden part stands free from the metal part so the metal part can move my wooden part inside is not going to move so my sheetrock doesn't crack and all that kind of stuff so you're building a house inside of a barn basically basically and there's going to be an air gap exactly oh cool yeah. man and i always so, wondered how those work yeah so that's that's basically how we're doing it i started on monday got a bunch of the base plates drilled out to the concrete a bunch of you know kind of non-exciting stuff like that <laughs> by tuesday i had all i i put up all of the outer walls the first floor i bet you felt pretty walls. good about yourself man it you? looks awesome it's like all the outer walls are up we're making progress now we got like a sh you know a house right i can yeah. i can like define what the rooms are going to be like the the kitchen's going to be over here. This room's going to be right there. I bet you went in and did that, too. You were like, I'm yeah, walking through all, the living room. Well, I had it all drawn out on the slab. Oh. I went through. That's oh, the other cool. thing. I drew it out on the slab. So I don't have a set of blueprints. I drew this house myself. You're doing this by the seat of your pants. Well, no. I mean, saying. I drew it out, and I, I've worked through it and changed my drawing for the last couple of months. So okay. I got a general idea. A couple like doors moving over and Those stuff. Those are like important. That. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff yeah. that stuff is changing on the fly as it makes more logistical sense when you put it down on the ground. It's but that's no different than building from a set of plans, right? So well Well I'll tell you, I built <laughs> when I was a builder I built seventy two houses and and things change on the ground. They do. They change. Yeah, they do, yeah. And so uh anyway I I was just a superintendent. I didn't build them with hammer and nails. You this just time, made sure they were on time. And this time, I'm building it with hammer and nails. And uh, so I put up all the outer walls. Well, I didn't brace them real hard. I mean, I put up a few braces just to kind of hold them up. But I, you know, I'm going to start putting in cross walls and everything by Wednesday. I was going to start putting up all the cross walls. So it's going to start, you know, really binding together binding itself together right and so i didn't think i needed all the bracing yet because nothing was going to be perfectly square yet until mm -hmm. i started getting the cross walls and i could start binding everything together into one solid unit well so i was just throwing up outside exterior walls all the way around the outside to give me something a box to work with and then uh start binding it up on wednesday and making it strong what I didn't realize, Tuesday night we had a big storm roll through. It didn't really hit us, but I'm sure where you were. Where did. I was, we had up to 80 mile an hour winds, they were saying. Man, I bet there were hogs in the trees and stuff laying around. We had, I had half of my Barndo Minium frame that I had framed on the ground when I showed up on Wednesday morning. You know, I saw a picture, and it looked like that old game where you do pickup sticks, I, where you throw them exactly, on the ground. <laughs> that's exactly. I sent, I sent the family. A, we have kind of a family group text, and I yeah, sent, I didn't get that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, it's not for stepchildren, so we oh, nah step bro, step it's bro. Okay. We're so gonna. we, so we, I sent kind of a defeated text, like, looks like I'll be playing the ultimate match of pickup <laughs> sticks today, and. Uh, but TJ, right before he was leaving out of town, had half, you know, a good part of a day. So he was he supposed to help me that night, that day. Was by he? The way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, mm. I had a house that fell over. What'd you have? <laughs> not, not a house. <laughs> not a house. Nope. 
Oh, so over. I was pretty defeated, but he showed up. I had another buddy, buddy Daryl showed up, and we just started where it fell down, started pulling nails, putting the same walls back together, standing them back up, and then by Thursday I had half of the house framed, and by Friday I had the other half of the house framed. Just the first floor. I still got a loft to build and all that, but a majority of that house and – and I used a heck of a lot of bracing the second <laughs> this second go around. Time, yeah. That steel <laughs> building, steel. I got 18-inch I-beams uh, mm -hmm. down the middle. And that building, and, and it's not secured yet. It's not braced up or mm -hmm. anything. Um, but it racked uh, six inches towards one side. In that big storm. How are they going to, what are they going to Well, gonna they do? came back and got ratchet straps and straightened it back out. See, they're temporary right. bracing it with ratchet straps right now so I can, you know, get my stuff done. You got to just leave it like that. So <laughs> you can just adjust it. Yeah. Just use it. Hey, can you put me some eye hooks out here so I can adjust this when it gets <laughs> twisted? But oh. uh, anyway, that evening was a wild ride. You know, we're living in a camper as we're building this barn dominium. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, 331 feet of luxurious living. In Everybody camper, get on one side. Everybody get in the I back. I laid facing one side away from my wife because I was like, I can't let her see the fear in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be the strong one, and the only way I can be strong is to not look at her because I almost feel like we're going in circles. <laughs> you, and she Are probably was spinning? feeling the same way. She was sitting up in bed reading the Bible, literally. Reading the Bible. She was doing more than, yeah, she's probably praying. Yes, she was. Now she you was know like Psalm 91. Psalm 91. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Did I'm you have any rapid ratchet straps holding <laughs> down your No. Uh, I RV? mean, I thought, but what do you do at that point in a camper? Get some really big ratchet straps in between a couple of trees or drive in. I don't. You, I you mean, get I'm out of it and you go in. Drive you away. get in your car that's <laughs> even lighter. And you drive home. <laughs> you go into the I'll Drive home? I got no home. Uh, <laughs> My home, home fell over that you, I was building. Did we, you miss that whole part? I got three sets of bunk beds. You could have come over and stayed, <laughs> and it could have been like Step Brothers, that movie. <laughs> we could have just lived together. I get the top bunk. That's hey, I, I was going to tell you, it. this whole COVID thing, you know, you got to look for the for the silver lining, Yeah. you know, in it all. And one of them is everybody's cleaning out their garages and doing all I am, Finding by some the good way. Deals. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You're cleaning out your garage to go buy so, other people's junk. Well, not junk, but there are a lot of people that, like, one for instance, is one. Another man's treasure. No, but they moved into a house. They had a really nice, brand-new $750 uh, stove that was a conve uh, convection oven, yeah. brand-new, six months old. They moved into a house with gas. It was going to cost them $2,400 to run electricity to there yeah. at 220 And so it, it's been sitting there, and he finally listed it. I'm like, boom, I'll give you 300 bucks for it. He's like, yeah, what the heck. So anyways, no um, so I did that. We got that, put it brand new in, then took ours, and I got a message. A lady wants 75 bucks for our old one. So I'm like, huh, I'll do that this morning and turn things up. People are just digging into the stuff, you know, like, oh, I don't want to get – I'm going to finally move forward on just getting rid of this. Yeah. There's some good deals out there, man. Yeah. Right now. Of course, where are you going to put stuff right. in your... Right. I mean... Well, we got the farmhouse going, and I got a little bit of storage in the farmhouse. Actually, get that. Uh, got two of the four sides painted yesterday. I conceded. I conceded yesterday or, or earlier this week and said, look, I'm not going to have time to paint it and build this other house right now. And I need to get it painted so I can get a new roof on the farmhouse. By the way, I got the gun safe. Yeah. And it is now in the centerpiece of the my new, uh, I should call it game room. Yeah. My hunting room. It my center. You know, it's right there. It's got a couple racks on each side. It's, Man. It's the, night, it's the one that y'all gave me. Yeah. Or well, gifted me, I should say. And it's full of guns for McBride's guns. It will be. With the way society is pounding our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's guns. They're an Austin family-owned and operated full 
service, firearm dealer. Yeah, they've got a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for many, many years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. We'll talk a little fishing up next, plus we've got uh, your game warden field notes, your armed citizens report, outdoor news of the weird, all your favorite segments coming up next. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. T.J. Graney for the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter, we want you to know that we will continue to ensure the healthiest possible environment. And our manufacturers are helping out Central Texans, too. Right now, we're offering you 0% financing for 84 months when you buy a new Jeep. Don't forget to ask us about our no payments for 120 days. With complimentary pickup and drop-off for sales and our mobile service center, we will come to you. We will do whatever it takes so that you get that great deal on your new Jeep. We appreciate the trust you place in us at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the undisclosed bunker. Secure. Yes. Well, I don't know how secure it is. Uh, but well, we're, we're here. here. Nobody's around here. Yeah, I guess no one's here. I guess we're and we are like ten feet apart. Mm, more like eight, but you know, close enough. And that's and we're only got to be like six, so we're superstars. Uh, <laughs> superstars? Yeah, we're really good at this. Uh, I, I, I was gonna tell you, my wife. She wanted to say hi. She thought it's something no, great. Oh, no, nothing. my wife's at the ranch turkey hunting. Oh. Um, <laughs> my wife's far more <laughs> badass than I am. Let's put it that way. Uh, she literally is at the ranch turkey hunting while I'm uh, here trying to build our dream home and working my tail off. Um, but oh, I see how it goes. <laughs> I know I she just goes out and plays. So we're at the. So she comes and visits me about. Uh, Wait a minute, your wife comes and visits you at the farm about twice a day while I'm working. Do we? Okay, I thought maybe we needed to just talk stick a with bit. me. All right. Stick with me. So our camper is about four miles away from where we're building, building the farm, redoing a farmhouse, and we're building, uh, you know, building a new barn dominium. And so she comes and visits me about twice a day. Her and my daughter will drive up, and they'll get in the golf cart, and they'll cruise around. And I've got this little ultralight fishing rod in the gun holster of the golf cart, a little gun rack. In the golf cart. We've got okay. a gun rack in a golf cart, yes. And, and you put a fishing rod in it. And I put a little micro fishing rod. It's like a four-foot. Not, not one of the pocket ones. No, this okay. is just an ultralight little spinning rod, you know, that uh -huh. uh, is great for, like, catching perch and crappie and all that stuff, white bass. And uh, so I ha I've had a little road runner on it because right now all I have in my pond at the farm it are perch. And really? Yeah, I don't have any bass or anything yet, and so, but I've got a bunch of these big old perch, that, you know, the size of your hand. Oh, they're fun, and especially on that tiny little ultra, <laughs> ultra light rod. Yeah. So, uh, my wife's been going down there, and my daughter will sit in the golf cart on the edge of the pond, and my wife sits there and catches three or four perch on that ultra light, and then, you know, comes back says. All right, we'll see in a little while, time. and leaves, and then comes back and goes down there, goes fishing. I realize she's she's like getting way hooked into this deal, right? So I had this little I had this little road runner tied onto this ultralight. It's just a little little sure. little just bait a with a little spinner on it and a grub, a little plastic grub on the back of it. Well, I mean, after she caught 
15 or 20 of those perch the last, <laughs> you know, the first few days that she really got into it, that grub was all torn up. And so she came back to me and said, hey, I need a new grub. Well, I didn't have any. I, I, You know, my stuff's so spread out right now, I couldn't find anything. But I took a little uh, swim bait that has a little tail, paddle mm-hmm. tail on it, and I cut the back end of it off, and I kind of cut it down and, you know, fit it on there, and it worked perfect. It looked perfect. Huh. And so they caught some more perch, and it got tore up again or whatever, and this time she didn't ask me to help her fix the bait up again. I just noticed I'm riding around. I go to grab the golf cart the other day, and there's this other little thing, this plastic bait. She'd gotten in my tackle, found this other little plastic <laughs> thing with this little tail on it, cut it up and put it on there, and it's this green double flippy tail thing, and she put it on there. I said, oh, who did that? She goes, I did, and they were smoking that thing. <laughs> I was catching the snot out of it. That's the secret bait. So my wife is in there, like, coming up with her new baits, her new oh my. <laughs> tackle, putting it together, and she is like a perch expert right now. And uh, she's like, I caught too many on that uh, yesterday. Yeah. They're I not they're I not need eating you to it. bait it again so I don't catch so many. No, they're, they're, uh. she was saying that I need to change it, you know. They get smart to it. They get wise to it. You can only catch, like, six or eight before the they get wise fish. to it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So my wife has had a problem. She comes to the farm several times a day, not to see me, I realize, but to go down there and go perch fishing. Well, when she just goes by and drives by and waves. She has. As she goes by down there, then you know. If she sees I'm like, you know, got something in my hands or the generator's running and it's Mm -hmm. loud or something, she just keeps driving, goes straight to the pond. Well, wait until she just comes by and goes, Hey, you got any sandwiches? <laughs> you got any food? Uh, we're really hungry. We've been catching fish down there, and uh, we would like some to eat. <laughs> Just wait till that happens. Uh, I know she'll take care of you, Cody. I know her. Oh yeah, and it's she'll... just it's funny and it's exciting for me that she's got something like that that she's kind of grasped onto, you know. And since you uh, yeah have a, a a space in your life right now, yeah, I've yeah. I've got a little gap there. She's got a little. Uh, little activity there at the farm while I build the house. And, so uh, does that mean I didn't you're make not cast. fishing at all? No, I didn't fish at all this week because my house fell over. And What an so excuse. That sounds like a big excuse <laughs> I didn't make me. a cast. If I said that same thing to you, week, do you know what you would have said to me? I didn't, There's no excuse for that. I'll get Either more go fishing. out or you don't go out. I'll get and more then, fishing done in a week than you will all year. Oh, so. here we go. Here so we go. You don't got to worry about that. Uh, again, all my tournaments have been postponed. A lot of the rescheduled Bass Champs events are online. You can see where those are going to be, what dates those are going to be. Rolling into the summer, I hear lakes are absolutely absurdly crowded. Some lakes. People or fish? Both. Uh, both. Good. Well, good and bad. I mean, it's kind of an early summer. It's kind of stinks if you're a fisherman because – you got a hot you got wakeboard boats and jet skis zipping around <laughs> you, and there's no peace to the fishing. Uh, an early summer is what I saw one guy call it. An early summer, start to summer, uh, meaning, you know, we have no school, and people are going stir crazy, so they're getting on the lake a lot earlier than they may have, you know. Dude, did, were you out Friday? You weren't in the real world on Friday, were you? Uh, yesterday no i mean uh. on friday it was like spring break yeah i mean the traffic is back in oh Austin, no South kidding Austin, all of it and people are driving like it was pre-covid because now they're expecting it to be normal you know like light traffic right but they're getting some resistance uh. and so they're mad oh everybody's mad it seemed like every person above my age group decided to go and shopping at home depot <laughs> oh I was mean, there a line are they still doing oh, yeah. that line thing oh yeah yeah lowe's doesn't do the line no but they do the line okay so i had this deal because i got this building a house and i come into town and so uh once a week on my way home from the from here um uh, i'll stop and visit the family have some bacon mm-hmm. and what? You know, do some church online, and then 
but then I'll stop on the way back out to the farm at either Lowe's or Home Depot. Yeah. To grab little things that maybe the hardware store in town, you know, in, in the little farm town doesn't have. Okay. And uh, so last week I'm on my way back, and I stop, I swing in the Home Depot. I'm like, there's no way. I'm not going. I'll I'll come back later this week. I'm not going to stand in that line out the door. I thought, well, there's a Lowe's across the street. So I ran over to the Lowe's, and I'm like, zero line. I'm using Lowe's, baby. Yeah. So I load up on all the little things that I, you know, are either really Except expensive in the little hardware store in town yeah. or, like, hard to find or can't find or whatever. So or I'm the, loading on all the building things that I'm going to yeah. need for that week because I kind of know, you know, what I'm running short on. I need, you know, these nails or whatever. <laughs> and so I uh, – but then I realize – at Lowe's, the lines are inside because of the way they set up the checkout aisles. Right, they trick. So you you're in. at the back of the store <laughs> because you got to be six feet away, standing on these stickers to go through the two open registers. And it's kind of like a airport landing person, you know, where they yeah. got those big yeah. things and they're like, "Okay, down here." Well, down then you here. got people that don't know, and they're just walking up and getting behind the person at the front of the line, you know, that think. Because the other person's eight feet away, they don't know that somebody else that that's a line, and so then you got people trying to get in there, and Man. some people don't realize they got in there, and so Your they life, go through. Dude. Uh, I just thought oh it was funny gosh. that Lowe's is a little more smart as far as that goes because it got me over there, and got me in the store, and it got me a basket full of stuff that I would have just come back for later mm -hmm. had I known the line was so long inside. But uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know how long this stuff's going to last, but I'm way over it. Uh, but I did not make a cast this week. I just got a text message from uh, Skeeter John. Yeah. And he's, he's uh, kayak fishing Lake Travis again today and said the wind is blowing and it ain't, oh. it ain't fun to be on a kayak in the wind. Unless you're going one, one direction only. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you launched upstream. It's like those uh, tubers, you know, when you go to the Guadalupe and they drop you off at one end and then yeah. you go down and they pick you up and come back again. See, that ain't bad. I can do that. So maybe we ought to volunteer to help him with that. I don't mind that at all. Uh, you're up. You no good? Shore Raw Barn Grill. Let me tell you about our friends over at Shore Raw Barn Grill. They are amazing friends. Serving regional cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, Mexico. They've got the curbside pickup still going on. Plus, they're going to start, they've started opening up their patio. You can eat on their patio. Their main restaurant will be starting to open up. So go see our friends at Shore Raw Barn Grill. Uh, $1 Gulf Oyster Specials starting at 5 p.m. on Mondays. I'm sure that's going to open back up, right? Oh, yeah. Oysters are going to be back soon, baby. Oh, yep. The only place to go is Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Barn Grill. Located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge. It's just west of the y Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. ShoreATX.com. Go Get you some outdoor news of the weird coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You listening to it right here or catch us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards, yards away. Nailed it. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone Live with the Buckhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here. And catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Outdoor Zone regulators, everybody at Honda wants you to be safe. And right now, you need a car you can count on and your dealer to go the extra mile. So, if your Honda needs a part or service, we're right there ready to ship working parts to you following all government guidelines in order to get you what you need and help you need to stay safe with a reliable car that's ready to go when you need it. 
We're here for you, Central Texas, at your local Central Texas Honda dealers at centraltexashondadealers.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. We've talked about this many, many times, but I just love that Florida is full of um, giant python snakes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) The numbers are in for Florida's python elimination program. Uh, The state hired hunters to go into the swamps and remove the unwanted snakes after they tallied up all the inches and pounds, and the final numbers were kind of interesting. According to the News Channel 4 out of Jacksonville, hunters killed over two miles worth of snakes. Two miles. Did you see the picture? No. Oh, it was just, they were like big wooden tables, and they were just linked like rope laying there. Like Twizzlers, I guess, that were about eight feet long. Some of them were hanging off the edge of the table, man. Hunters were killed with over, uh, hunters killed two miles worth of snakes with a weight of approximately 10.4 tons. 10.4 tons. A total of 1,711 snakes have been captured during the program, which is attempting to get rid of the Burmese pythons that continue to severely damage the Everglade ecosystem. Hunters were paid $50 a snake and $25 bonus per foot for snakes over four feet. So an eight-foot snake would be worth 150 bucks. That's not bad, throw Jeff for the Jethro down there. Shoot, man, you kill enough of them snakes, you make a living. 150 bucks a day, not bad. No, I, you only got to kill one. <laughs> also, a snake found guarding a nest with eggs is worth an additional 100 bucks. You know, they're like feral hogs, aren't they, for us, you know? The problem with, if you're down there and you're a professional python hunter, right, mm. this is what you do for a living, you kill the ones with the eggs in the nest, mm-hmm. so, then, you, yep. then you're killing your future, your future. Oh, <laughs> see, that's how you always think. <laughs> Don't pull the weed, yeah. just cut it off so it grows back and I can cut it. Well, I own a landscape business, and if, yes, if you sprayed the weeds, then Then what do you got to cut? What do you got to cut? (laughs) It's all about reoccurring revenue. So they're just. And if you kill the python nest, if you get rid of the eggs, your reoccurring revenue diminishes greatly. I think you read between the lines too much here. The largest python ever killed. That's just a business technique. That's all that is. All right. The largest python ever killed in Florida was a female that measured 18 feet in length and weighed 128 pounds. If that snake was captured by one of the hunters, it would have netted them a cool 400 bucks. Brian Hangrove of Miami captured 235 snakes, the most of any hunter in the program. Even though those numbers sound impressive, much more is needed. Scientists estimate conservatively there are at least 30,000 thousand pythons in florida and some researchers say it could be as high as three hundred thousand so seventeen hundred and eleven snakes didn't hardly put a dent in things that's a lot of boots man that's a, a boots and be, two miles of do. belts i wonder what they do with i mean do they, do they get them i mean do they turn them in and then they give a skinner i'd be oh yeah you could turn that in if you get to keep them then you get to turn it. Then you get to profit twice on that bad boy because you can sell the skins and. I, there'd be a lot. Mm. It'd be like wallpaper all over my house. Yeah, you got. I don't like. I'm not a big snakeskin guy. You just Kinda don't like a snake out. being around anywhere. I do don't. You? But at the farm, I do have good snakes a, and bad snakes. I do have a rat snake that's been living in the uh, old farmhouse shack. Just next to the farmhouse and i've been leaving him in there so he keeps the mice out of the farmhouse and all the uh all, all your women cousins and <laughs> and uh, all your wife's it's friends it's not in the house 
yet, and it won't be. I'll have it sealed off and make sure he's not in there. But I haven't killed him. I hadn't freaked out. I, we've been within inches of each other on accident. <laughs> As I've reached to grab something and didn't realize he was under, you know, a certain area. But it's a... <laughs> You're like, oh, my bad. Hey, Sorry, I'll put that. No, that I'm more like... Oh, God, I... Uh, uh. So are you overcoming your fear kind of like what they I'm do with slowly, people that can't fly? They I'm get not, them on a plane and I'm rev up the engine. I'm near as creeped out as I was, as I once was. Oh, man, you are growing. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Remember in the old bunkhouse, there was that rat snake, and he had his wife in there, too, right? And that one, li it lived in the I toilet. his wife. Because why would two snakes be interwound together in a toilet? Because it's cold. Oh, man. Or somebody pushed the flush button. <laughs> that didn't flush anymore. It was they were water. Like, they happened to be close to each other. Somebody hit the old flush, and they spun, spun around. Oh, spun God. around counterclockwise. I thought this was interesting. I had this up for the last segment, and we may go through some of these, and we'll come back to some of them later in the Hit show. Hit me. What, what do you got? I want to hear. In California, the Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, released a list of outdoor activities citizens are allowed to participate in during the statewide shutdown. Now, listen, we're a hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure show, right? What, what, Our goal is to get people outside. Right, but this is California. Let's start that. Well, that's what makes this list hysterical. Okay. First of all, in Texas, if you tell me this is what's allowed to be. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what I'm allowed to do. Anything I damn well please. <laughs> that's right. Because I'm American and American. I live in Texas and I don't put up with your crap. You don't tell me, give me a list of acceptable activities within the... Nobody's I the do, boss of I can, Cody. Do, I can do what I want within the parameters of the law. That's my freedom. And that gray area that you sometimes, you I know, don't use any gray area. Oh, no, please. There's no laws crossed. So, he so, puts out this list. California. The governor, The governor of California puts out this list. He's got to okay this list. He's got to go down this list and say, okay, yes, I put my stamp of approval on this list, right? Do you think they were brainstorming and came up with this? And this go, is the most help? ridiculous, hysterical at the same time, list that I've ever seen. These are approved outdoor activities coming from the governor, governor's office of California. Uh, the list is hysterical. The same uh, people that make all the laws. <laughs> right. Run the state of California. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm, the first one is yeah. athletics. Okay, whatever that means. Number okay. two, Please. badminton. But oh. you have to play it in singles. <laughs> How would that even work? Hit it to me, Ron. <laughs> hit it to me. No, so I you guess. just hit the badminton over the net, and like you stand directly under the net with two badminton paddles on each side and hit it to yourself you know cody there are people that don't have friends growing up <laughs> and they have to i was uh, an only child until i was 13 i understand single badminton <laughs> <laughs> i don't even understand single badminton that's how ridiculous that is uh next one is throwing a baseball or a softball okay I probably got it. to yourself right oh. bmx biking which okay that's cool canoeing in singles. That's okay, but... So, would you just go in a big circle? <laughs> How do you go straight in a canoe with one person? You have to robe on both sides, kind of like how they do things in California anyways. <laughs> do you know how miserable that is to get in a canoe and try and paddle it yourself? It's no fun. Three it's strokes no fun. on one side, two on the other... You know, just yeah. Then you start veering off one way, and then you got to switch back. Basically, the other way. you zigzag all the way down the river. Oh, the next one, crabbing. Do they even know what that is? First of all, you got to live on the coast. Second of all, there are laws. Yeah. Based on what type of crab, how many you can have, the size, the gender, right? And, and so, what, what are they telling them to go out and stake a a, a cage out on the surf? I don't I don't know. I mean, we do that in Texas. You can go crabbing on the coast. But I mean, there's still regulations and mm -hmm. first of all, you got to be on the coast. 
California is a giant state that has a lot of coastline, but it also has a lot of other state. So I guess you got to be the. I guess that one's geared towards the um, mansions, you know, along the right California coast. A uh, pippy and and stocky. Oh, the governor said we could go crabbing today. <laughs> Yay! And move the ro- yacht. I think we leave there <laughs> under the yacht. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most delicious crabs oh, will be under the yacht tank. Oh, Wilson, will you go crabbing <laughs> for us? <laughs> the governor said it's fine. Show uh, us. Oh, my God. Again, a list from the governor's office in California what else? of of, what a, else? of approved activities that you can do outside. Okay, keep Cycling, going. that's fine, whatever. Ride, a, ride your bike. This one. Exploring rock pools. What? What is that? That was my question. What is a rock? What is exploring rock pools? I'm assuming it's like Hamilton Pool, you know, where um, it's just pits, and uh, you know, water comes flowing in and gravel pits. I don't know. Rock pits. Exploring rock pools. We'll go through more of this list because it hadn't even gotten crazy yet, and some of the things that the governor's office. Approved activities list that they told you you can do outside. You have to stick to the list. One thing that uh, you need to stick to is staying proficient with your bow as archery season will just be on the other side of this little heat wave we got coming through for the next few months. Archery country is the place we go, the only place we trust to get all of our gear set up for archery season archery country the staff and owners at archery country are not just part-time shooters they're avid bow hunters and 3d shooters that hunt and compete how about a crossbow archery country has the best brands and all the gear to get you set up hunting with a crossbow 8121 research boulevard in austin texas go see our friends austinarcherycountry.com and they've got those new Traeger grills, and I'm leaning real heavily towards a Traeger. Really? That's my next. I've been saying it for months, but I just hadn't pulled the trigger. But I will. I'll go see my friends over there at Archery Country. All right, Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Segment brought to you by FarmRanchStore.com. Man, the more and more I look through this, farmranchstore.com it's right up your road it is exactly the life i'm living baby and i'm looking at some of this fencing material they got the stay tough tools and supplies cattle guards barbed wire uh ponderosa uh, all the best brands for all of your farm and ranch needs and they'll deliver it straight to your farm or ranch they've got roping rodeo <laughs> feeder equipment everything to be a cowboy that's the next thing you need and i say hey this is what i say i say we're doing cowboy stuff now and you can do cowboy stuff at farmranchstore.com just go see your friends uh see our friends at farmranchstore.com it i know it's hard when you're out on the farm you're out on the ranch you see something you need it's hard to get into town hard to get back all that just go online Order what you need from our buddies at FarmRanchStore.com. All right, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. No sale. A game warden was contacted about an Operation Game Thief incident in progress regarding an individual in Colleen selling crappie and catfish 
on a social media website. See, that's that gray area. Watch out, your wife. There is no gray area. You cannot do that. It's a game fish. The warden located the post and found the seller's address. After arriving at the seller's location, the individuals admitted to the warden that they had been trying to sell crappie and catfish they'd caught at Steelhouse Hollow Lake on social media for the last two days, but no one purchased them. The game wardens issued a citation for the sale of the protected game fish and seized seven blue catfish, one yellow catfish, and a bag of crappie meat. Cases are pending. So I ought to take down my post then, I guess. You cannot sell. Game fish, you cannot sell uh, venison. You can't do that. That is not legal. No. <coughs> not whitetail. No, not whitetail. But you can't access. Uh, Anyways, let's 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 keep going um, with fish. <laughs> uh-huh. I think you can. I think you can sell red sna- stag, you know, or red deer because they're farm. They're be- they're exotics. I think you can do it. You better check on that. I'm not. Sh- I'm. I'm you not. think I'm in that gray area, don't you? I think you're in that gray area. I, you ain't got to worry about me. And uh, if anybody, uh, game wardens are listening, yes, I know where he is right now. <laughs> and for a small reward, I can hand him I, over to your company. You're going to call that 800 poacher number, aren't you, or something? They offer a reward. Well, they don't got they? a snitch. They got a tip line. Yeah. I make, I make an extra 500 <laughs> bucks this morning. Fishy business, a Harris County game warden was notified through a Facebook post of an individual selling crawfish and oysters from a truck. (laughs) Contact was made to the seller and the location posted online. When the warden arrived, a transaction was occurring. When he asked whether the seller had his current license, he said that he did and went towards his vehicle. After a few moments, the warden realized the individual was taking too long to retrieve his paperwork, and shortly thereafter, the individual admitting to possessing not possessing a commercial license when the warden asked about the invoices for the product the seller was only able to produce a receipt from the crawfish and was unable to produce any documentation for the two boxes of crab or the 11 sacks of oysters the seller was issued appropriate citations but if you're in california crabbing is encouraged right now by the governor yeah so just do whatever you want yeah, the governor says, so we were going through a list, and we'll go through it as the show goes on, uh, an approved outdoor activity list direct from the governor's office in California. These are activities that they are allowing you <laughs> to do in the state of California outside. I'm glad I don't live there. Gardening. But you can't do it in groups. <laughs> so make sure when you're gardening. You don't do it in groups. How How is your gardener or your hired hand going to do that then? You, I guess you just stand appropriately distanced from him and watch him? Not in groups. Golf, they're allowing you to play golf, but singles, walking, and no cart. So <laughs> you're in the middle of the golf course by yourself, you can play golf. Boring. <laughs> like, what's the point, you know? Right, if you can't, you know. Uh, I shot a 43 up. today. How'd you do that? <laughs> wow. Nobody else was there. Course record. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I, I broke the record six times this week. <laughs> you ever uh, notice they don't have erasers on the end of golf pencils? <laughs> I wonder why. But there's a lot of scratchy lines on those <laughs> card, little cards that people bring back uh, where they scratch through numbers. Hiking on trails and pathways allowing distancing. So... This is, again, approved list that the governor's, the governor's Office of California has sent out approved activities. Horseback riding, singles only. <laughs> I was going to ask you to double up with me, me today, Cody. You, you want to go ride my horse? <laughs> I only got one, but we can ride it together. You said you're going to do cowboy stuff out at the at that new farm, man. That ain't cowboy stuff. That's, that's Brokeback Mountain oh, stuff. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. I that's go Brokeback Mountain stuff. It literally spells out that you have to be singles. Did he have to hit that riding. seven second? He told me that last week he thought we uh, road rash thought we said something wrong or said a word that was not in the appropriate dictionary oh, and had to bleep we, us out our ac- accent maybe <laughs> I, I don't know it must have um, been the twang uh horseback riding uh you can only do that in singles uh okay. jogging and running 
the city of California governor said you can jog and you can run. Mm, well. uh, that's very nice of him. Kite boarding and kite surfing. I thought this was interesting because did we not see the big media blast of the Coast Guard boat chasing the surfer down the other <laughs> yeah. a couple weeks ago in California? Comes from the coast of California. There's a surfer by himself in the surf, and there's a Coast Guard boat chasing, chasing after him or going to get him. He didn't have the appropriate kite. That's the problem. So now you can surf, but you have to have a kite attached Apparently. to it. Apparently. Yeah, because it's approved. Through the governor's office of California. These are outdoor activities. This relates 100% to what we talk about here every week, except for I do not agree with this list. This is sickening. Uh, meditation. This is an outdoor-approved activity. <laughs> you can go outside and you can meditate, the Why? governor sa of California says. Have you ever tried to meditate with other people? You can't do that. It's singles no. only. Singles only meditation. Hmm. It specifically spells out singles only on a lot of this stuff. And uh, we'll continue going down this list. It's really so. Does that mean like kind of disturbing, really? In the bunk bed scenario, your bunk bed, our bunk bed, you know, the stepbrother's bunk bed, that was not appropriate because it's not far enough apart? No, that's your family unit. You can do it if it's your family unit. Well, I don't live at your house, so. We're here for the Nile Maxwell. We're here for you at Nile Maxwell GMC, and we're doing everything we can do to ensure the safety of both you and your family when you buy from us. We've designated an essential part of our community's for a reason and we stand ready to serve all of your automotive needs with the healthiest possible environment so we can provide the safest buying experience for our customers so shop click and save from home at nilemaxwellgmc.com or shop with us either way you shop will make the buying a new gmc super easy remember you can shop with us online anytime at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We're going to make the buying a vehicle and scheduling service as easy as possible. Come see us for details. Yeah, that's Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional. Great. All right. Hour one. Is done with the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. On the flip side, it's going to be fun. We're going to talk uh, your Armed Citizens Report. We're going to talk uh, Peter Report. We've got Spence Collins on the flip side, a good friend of the bunkhouse, going to oh, come yeah. hang out with us. Tell us a little bit about Woods and Waters, what's going on. Plus, we'll continue this ludicrous list from the state of California's governor's office of approved outdoor activities that you can do. We'll have Spence tell us what Join us <laughs> for all that and more at theoutdoorzone.com.